Naturopathic Essentials with herbalist and aromatherapist Kate McCall. Each episode, Kate will highlight an element of aromatherapy or herbalism that will optimize your health, as well as interview colleagues in her field. Sit back, flip on your diffuser, and bask in the beauty of naturopathy. Hello, everybody. This is A. Gregory Luna. You can call me Gregory. And welcome back to Season 2 of Katie's Essential Oil Apothecary. Clearly, I am not Katie. Katie is on hiatus. She's busy raising her children. So I will be taking over for Season 2. But the good news is, there is a Season 2. And our first essential oil that we're going to cover in Season 2 is rosemary. Now, rosemary... I have quite an affinity for. I hate ending sentences and prepositions. It's for which I have a great affinity. One, 25 years ago, when I was a competitive quiz bowler, uh, our team used rosemary to enhance our performance. Now, quiz bowl is, is kind of like team jeopardy. And when I was in college at the University of Alaska, I was a collegiate quiz bowler, and myself and three other people would compete against various universities in the Northwest, University of Oregon, University of Washington, in questions about art history, classical music, European history, literature, really obscure, very difficult stuff. And what we did is, is back then, pre-internet, or I guess at the, the, the advent of the internet, we even knew then that Rosemary was used to enhance memory. So we would pick rosemary from the co- the campus that we were at, especially in the na- in the regional tournament in the University of Oregon. And we would cut it up and put it in a bag, and each of us would have a Ziploc bag of rosemary, and we would smell it periodically throughout these matches. And there were 16 matches in this regional tournament, and everyone thought we were crazy and they thought we were smelling pot or some strange, some strange herb, and we would tell them, uh, "No, it's it's rosemary." And they thought we were crazy. Now we won the regional tournament, and we got to go to the national quiz bowl final, and we got to compete against Harvard and Cornell and University of Chicago and so forth. Did we make it because of rosemary? I don't know, but rosemary does improve memory retrieval. Also, my, my budgie, my parakeet, loves rosemary. I pick fresh rosemary. Don't ask if it's on my property or another property. But I pick fresh fresh rosemary, and I put it in his cage, and Santi, the budgie, eats it. He loves that stuff. So I love rosemary. I diffuse rosemary quite often. I love the smell. Now, granted, I love the smell of fresh rosemary more than the oil, but you can't always have fresh rosemary readily available. So before we begin covering some of the usages of rosemary, let's go down the road of history. Rosemary comes from the Latin word for dew and the Latin word for sea. Rose, R-O-S, means dew, and marinus, like the mariners, a mariner, sea. So it's dew of the sea. 
The Virgin Mary is said to have spread her blue cloak over a rosemary bush as she rested, and the white flowers turned blue. The shrub then came to be known as the Rose of Mary. Look at that. So for you religious people, the Virgin Mary is connected to Rose Mary, which, again, makes sense when you think about the name Rose Mary. Rose Mary was considered sacred by the ancients, the Egyptians, the Hebrews, the Greeks, and the Romans, and it was even used in the Middle Ages to ward off evil spirits and protect against the plague. You can still see that in a sister oil and frankincense. If any of you go to traditional Orthodox or Catholic services, they will use incense to clean the altar. So that's still done. Rosemary oil typically has a clear, refreshing herbal smell, is clear in color, and is water in viscosity. It's extracted from a fresh flowering tops through steam distillation, yielding to 1% to 2%. Its health benefits are myriad. And so we're going to cover some of the basic ones. And by no means is this going to be exhaustive. But in honor of Kate, I'm going to try to keep these relatively short to about 15 minutes. So we'll cover with memory retrieval. So rosemary essential oil is excellent as a brain and nerve tonic. It's often used by students and quiz bowlers during exams because it increases concentration and helps in studying efficiently. It stimulates mental activity and is a good remedy for depression, mental fatigue, and forgetfulness. So whenever your brain's tired, guys, try inhaling a little rosemary oil. Just smell it or diffuse it. Or if, of course, you, if you have the fresh herb, smell that or put it in your food. There was a study done at the Department of Psychology in Northumbria University over in the United Kingdom, and it tested 144 test participants who inhaled rosemary oil during an exam. And they displayed significantly higher cognitive function. And that's why some people are using rosemary oil as an alternative therapy for slowing down the onset of Alzheimer's disease in patients. Because there apparently is a connection between boosted neural activity and this essential oil. Another use of rosemary is to relieve stress. This is one of its more famous ones. So there's been some studies coming out of Japan showing that inhaling rosemary lowers your cortisol, in particular in your saliva. Now, cortisol is one of the the stress hormones. It's made by the adrenal gland, which sits on top of our kidneys. And cortisol is needed because it's our fight-or-flight hormone. But we don't want it being released all the time uh, because it leads to hormone dysregulation. It could lead to weight gain. You could have adrenal burnout, adrenal fatigue, and so forth. So we only want it like a spike, like a nitro boost in one of the Fast and Furious movies. Also, cortisol is, is connected to making us alert and awake, and we don't want it at night. It is offset by melatonin and vice versa. So 
at night if you have a lot of cortisol being released by the adrenals because you're anxious about something or perhaps you're watching a horror movie, melatonin cannot be produced. So at night we want melatonin, our sleepy hormone, to be high. And we want our cortisol to be very low. And blue light can affect that melatonin production as we've talked about in Holistic Health News, our sister podcast. And for those of you who are adherents and advocates to Katie's Essential Apothecary and are not familiar with Holistic Health News, by all means, go check out the main flagship of Naturopathic Earth, which is Katie and my website that deal with naturopathy and alternative living and medical conspiracies and cover-ups and so forth. So we want to have a high level of melatonin at night. Now in the morning, it tends to be opposite. We're going to have very low levels of melatonin because we're awake and we're going to have a high level of cortisol. Either way, excess cortisol in the blood can be due to chronic stress and it can wreak havoc on our hormones. So there was a study done in Japan showing that inhaling rosemary oil and some lavender, because we know lavender is a great anti-anxiolytic or anti-anxiety oil. Even inhaling it for five minutes lowered the levels of cortisol in the test subjects. So if you're a stressed out person, and I'm trying not to stress you out with my relaxing voice, use rosemary oil. Let's keep going. It's shown to relieve some pain. In studies carried out over in South Korea, stroke survivors with shoulder pain who were given acupressure for 20 minutes twice daily with rosemary oil blended with lavender experienced a 30% reduction in pain. Whereas those who just did acupressure, which is you know good, it's great stuff, only received a 15% reduction. There was also another study coming out of Korea because over in Asia, due to, to its proximity to, to Chinese medicine, they, they tend to embrace more naturopathic principles than over here in the West, even though the West is catching up. There was another study done in Korea showing that essential oils have an anti-inflammatory property and do help relieve pain. In particular, they're really good with headaches and muscle pains and joint pain. So the next time you're having minor aches and pains, put on some rosemary oil or inhale it. Another benefit of rosemary oil is that it helps with respiratory issues. There's been some studies showing that if you inhale it, it can be a naturopathic remedy for sore throats, coughs, even some asthmatic incidences seasonal allergies, and some respiratory infections like pneumonia. If you're coming down with pneumonia or with some chronic bronchitis. Let's go over to the integumentary system or the skin area. It is known to help with hair and skin issues. Now perhaps I should have used some rosemary oil 20 years ago when I was competing and perhaps I would not have gone bald. There was a study that was done coming out of Spain and it showed that the use of rosemary oil 
may slow down premature hair loss and the graying of the hair. There was also a study done out of Iran, formerly Persia, and they found the same thing, especially in men in androgenetic alopecia, which is the fancy name for hair loss. And what they did, they had a study that investigated the efficacy of rosemary oil and where they mixed it in with minidoxal, which is one of the over-the-counter hair loss replenishers or the, the cessation or stopping of hair loss. And they found that those that were adding rosemary oil to it notice an increase in the amount of hair. Now, I don't want you to jump to conclusions that rosemary is going to be bringing back your hair. But like with a lot of, of oils, uh, you know, we, we do have that episode on on the safety concerns, which I, I believe was the previous episode. But in general, if used properly, there's no harm in trying these essential oils to see if they do make a difference in your memory retrieval in your digestion, in your respiratory issues, and so forth. We know that rosemary oil has been used since the ancient times for dry and for flaky skin. And people have been using, and clinical aromatherapists have been prescribing rosemary oil to nourish the scalp and to help remove dandruff. It's commonly mixed with tea tree and basil oil, and basil oil isn't too popular, but we definitely need to do an episode on tea tree for season two to treat scalp problems. And a lot of people, given the ancient and Mediterranean effects of rosemary oil, like to mix it with olive oil uh, as a carrier to, to use on the skin and on the hair. So it's a great oil. There was another study that came out of Montenegro which is one of the former Yugoslav republics. And they showed the effects of rosemary on the skin, aside from, from the hair and the scalp and, and helping with dandruff. And the studies showed that when you add rosemary oil, when you apply it to your moisturizer cream and so forth, it helps with skin hydration and elasticity. So typically, rosemary is not used in skin care as extensively as it is in hair care. But rosemary does have some antimicrobial and antiseptic qualities that would make it really good for eczema and dermatitis and even psoriasis. And rosemary is not, is not up there with, let's say, tea tree as being known for its antimicrobial efficacy. But it's great for your skin. So definitely use olive oil or if you want to use coconut oil as a carrier oil and just, and just apply it or buy some lotions that already have rosemary in there. But why buy it and waste money if you can easily make your own? Another indication or usage for rosemary is going to be helping with your breath, with oral care. There was a study that came out over in Japan showing that mixing in some rosemary oil into a mouthwash removed halitosis or lowered the amount of halitosis in a study done uh, with a thousand people who had halitosis, poor people. And it showed that it reduced their halitosis by 40%. 
Also, there's some studies coming out that show that rosemary oil might help prevent gingivitis and cavities and plaque buildup. Typically, I pool. I pool with coconut oil every morning. And I've never put in a couple of drops of rosemary oil, but I might do that. You know, I might do that. I also like to chew on fennel. Fennel is a fennel seeds. Uh, very popular in South Asia over in India uh, for thousands of years as a natural breath freshener. So if any of you are near an Indian restaurant or an Indian market, uh, you, you commonly see Indian restaurants have like a little bowl of fennel and licorice, natural licorice, at the door. So when you leave, you can chew on it. But if you're ever near an Indian market, by all means, go buy some fennel seeds and chew on them. Because we like natural ways to treat things, don't we? So as we finish up here, I just want to do a quick review. And I know Katie used to mention a lot of the ways the human body would benefit from an oil, but then she would also tell you some kind of do-it-yourself recipes. So rosemary is really great for a cleaner. We do have about five or six essential oil recipes at the website Naturopathic Earth. We have one. Uh, just an all-purpose cleaner one. We have uh, a, a one for foot deodorizer. We have one to clean your shoes. We have one to clean your car. Um, but rosemary is a great one to mix in with some vinegar and some soap uh, to freshen up your rooms, to clean your countertops. Um, it's also great for candles. I have a rosemary candle that I was fortunate to find at discount. And it just has a really kind of great intoxicating aroma to it. It's one of those strange oils that wakens your mind, but it lowers your stress. And that's kind of what we want, especially at nighttime. So let's do a quick review. It's great for respiratory infections. It can remove your bad breath and help restore your, your microbiome in your mouth. It's a good remedy for stress and depression because it lowers the cortisol. It boosts your immune system and mental activity. It can help with dry skin or eczema or, or dandruff. It can make your hair grow longer and stronger. And it can relieve some pain. So these are some of the many ways that you can use rosemary oil in your life. So the last thing is uh, let's talk about some precautions so it's not really recommended to be used for pregnant women and like with all oils oil, essential oils are the most potent part of a flower you want to make sure that your body does not have any issues with it so at the beginning uh, when you're using it in a carrier oil let's say for your skin or hair or your mouth uh, just try a small spot of your skin's first to see if there's any allergic reactions sometimes the oil can cause vomiting and spasming, uh, so exercise some caution when ingesting it. If you listen to the previous episode, I told you that I'm really not a big fan of ingestion, and I have issues with the multi-level marketing companies like Deterra and Young Living who do push people or kind of throw caution to the wind saying that it's okay to ingest all oils. If all else fails, I would always go to a website that's run by a clinical aromatherapist about a particular oil and whether or not you can ingest it. I would say in general that I would avoid ingesting rosemary oil. 
Now, if you want to do rosemary water, like water infused with rosemary, uh, that's fine. But the best way to use rosemary oil is as in a mouthwash. That's fine because you would swish it out and throw it out and then use it for lotions uh, and diffuse it and use it with a carrier oil. As we know, these oils are very, very potent. So I would advise against ingesting the rosemary oil. All right, guys, that's the end for this episode for Katie's slash Gregory's Essential Oil Apothecary. We are beginning season two, and so hopefully you're excited. We'll probably do an episode a month, and we'll likely do six for season two. As always, please hit the subscribe button. It would help us with our rankings and post a review for Katie's Essential Oil Apothecary. We do have about 100 reviews, which is great, but we would like to have more. And I understand if some of you are disappointed that Katie is not doing this season. Uh, Perhaps she'll come and do a quick cameo. There are interviews that we did together over on Holistic Health News, and I believe there's a couple even on this podcast feed so you can listen to us talk. And perhaps she will come back uh, at a future date. But season two, you have Gregory. And if you want general health and wellness tips, go to our flagship podcast, Holistic Health News. We cover a wide, wide variety of topics, and I'm sure you will find at least some of them interesting. And if you can, listen to them and post a review. Okay, guys, until next time, take care. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Naturopathic Essentials with Kate McCall. Please visit her website at naturopathicearth.com. Visit her Facebook page at Naturopath Earth. Friend her on Facebook and follow her on Twitter and Instagram at Kate McCall underscore NPE. Please post a review on iTunes or wherever you're listening to this and spread the word about the benefits of naturopathy. And please remember our motto at Naturopathic Earth. Let food be thy medicine. Let nature be thy healer. Until next time, 